0: Suffering till suffrage. That is my jam. That is my jam. <laughs> that
1: would be Kristen's jam. <laughs>
0: would be, I can see Kristen in that outfit. <laughs> I want that outfit. I want that superhero lady outfit.
1: Hello, world is a song that we're singing. Come on, get happy. A whole lot of love is what we'll be bringing. Welcome to the Pop Culture Preservation Society, the podcast for people born in the big wheel generation, all of whom aced that Constitution quiz as long as they could sing it.
2: We believe our Gen X childhoods gave us unforgettable songs, stories, characters, and images. And if we don't talk about them,
0: they'll disappear like Marshall, Will, and Holly on a routine expedition. Today, we will be saving Gen X's educational booster shot, Schoolhouse Rock. I'm Carolyn. I'm Kristen. And I'm Michelle and we we'll are your Pop you Culture happy. Preservationists. We'll make you happy. The year we'll is 1974. It's early on a Saturday morning. You don't have a clock, but the sun is coming up, so you know it's OK to get out of bed. You go down the hall to get your little brother, and you lead him to the family room, where you turn on the 13-inch portable Panasonic TV and settle in on the nagahide couch. How long until the test pattern goes away? It's got to be soon. Just hold tight. You're waiting for cartoons, of course. But what you're really yearning for are those little song things between the shows. They're like commercials, but they're not about cereal or toys. They're about numbers and words and kings and immigration and inventions and voting rights and the capital of the United States of America. And it's the best part of your day.
1: As your body grows big. Your mind must flower It's great to learn Cause knowledge is power Your house rocking the
0: House Rock taught us how to multiply by threes and modify a verb, even how to create and pass legislation. And they did it three minutes at a time every Saturday. And 45 plus years later, we Gen Xers still know those songs as if we'd written them ourselves. And Carolyn and Michelle will be our proof. Are you guys ready for a test? Okay. Ready. Yeah. Is it
1: open book? It's an open book
0: <laughs> test. <laughs> I, I know you to, guys can do this. I had
2: kind to of sharpen oh, okay. my number. I tried
1: two to pull so an all nighter for it, but, you know, <laughs> I'm Gen X. No no all nighters here. Right no,
0: now. that wouldn't be prudent. Okay, here's what I'm going to do I'm going to name a song, and you just blurt out any part of it that comes to mind. It doesn't matter. I'm just trying to see recall. We're just going to okay. see if these things are, are burrowed into your brain. Are you ready? Okay. I think. Yeah. So. Conjunction junction. What's,
2: What's your function? What's your function? Hooking up cars to yeah. see how they function.
1: <laughs>
0: I'm just a Bill. Shit. I'm just
1: sitting here on Capitol Hill. Sitting here on Capitol
0: Hill. <laughs> There's a lot of sitting.
1: <laughs>
0: Interjections.
1: Mm-hmm. Interjections.
0: For <laughs> excitement and about a. Na 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 na, sorry. Has jazz hands. I know. So has jazz I was hands.
1: trying to like hand it off to you. But I was You know can't that see way. my hands. I don't know that you one. You don't. know. interjections. Interjections? No. What's an interjection? Interjections? No, i no, <laughs> <laughs> I've got a video for La-la-la-la. you. La-la-la-la. It goes to like, Hallelujah, Hallelujah,
0: interjection. Carolyn's like directing the choir right now. Okay. Lolly, lolly, lolly. Get your adverbs here.
2: Lolly, 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 okay, lolly get, your, get adverbs your adverbs here. here. That's like, <laughs> <some> like <laughs> so frenetic. Lolly, get your adverbs here. <laughs> yes,
1: so yeah, some adverbs are falling down off the shelves, yeah. and it's very <laughs> they're painting stuff. Yeah, it's, yeah, a little anxiety producing because I'm like, what if I don't get my adverb? Because uh, someone might get it before me.
0: <laughs> I didn't know how to get an adverb. Three is a magic number. Um, what's the tune of it?
2: Carolyn just did it.
0: It's a magic number. Yes, it
2: is. Carolyn's sitting there because she doesn't want to sing. <laughs> right, but, but she's Caroline, like dancing, it, so, so we
1: know she's doing it. it in her head. Yes, I am. And it, it's just so sweet. It's the sweetest, sweetest thing it ever. Is. It makes oh me cry.
0: OK, you guys, A plus all around. A plus. Even though oh, you didn't get yeah. all of them, you got, oh, You
1: didn't even do all my
2: favorites. That's OK. I'll sing them later.
0: Yeah, you'll, you have plenty of time to sing them later. Don't worry. <laughs> okay, and the beauty of this, okay, so clearly they're in your head, right? But the beauty of it is that we weren't just singing songs. We were processing useful information. We were actually learning without really realizing it.
1: This is so true. And let me tell you guys, one of the best things that ever happened to me was in eighth grade, Mrs. Hewitt, I think that was her name. So Mount Laurel Middle School friends, if you're listening, I believe that was our eighth grade history teacher's name we had to memorize and recite to her the preamble to the Constitution. I believe she also qualified it with the fact that we could not sing it. Because as we know, <laughs> the preamble was one of Schoolhouse Rock's Schoolhouse Rock's classic episodes. And I do still remember the words, and I'm hoping that you do too, ladies, because I of thought, I do. why not try to give it a whirl here and see if we could... Sing it, because that's the one I remember all the mm-hmm. way through.
0: I think we have to just acknowledge how, um, how, oh, damn it, I can't think of words. How, Im- not impervious, this is a menopause moment, we'll get it. Um, you could, She couldn't avoid it. The teacher actually had to say to her students, you can't sing it, because everyone knew it. Right. Right. And none
2: of us, here we all are in our 50s, and we can't remember words, or we can't remember words <laughs> on our phone. <laughs> But all three of us can sing. But God number, damn it, I know the preamble.
0: But That's I'm going right. to be able to sing this no problem, but I can't right. figure out the word to describe it. Okay, are you guys ready? <laughs> are you guys ready? I'm getting my We're pitch ready. pipe we out. It. Okay, we it. okay. We okay. It. here we go. Down. Okay. We the people, in order to form a more perfect union, establish, establish justice, and ensure domestic, domestic tranquility. Down, down,
2: down. Provide for, for the, the
0: common, common defense, defense. Promote, promote the general welfare, and secure the blessings of liberty for ourselves, ourselves and our posterity to ordain and establish, establish this Constitution, Constitution for the United States of America.
1: For the United States, States of America. America. Yeah. Well... <laughs> It'll be what it is.
0: <laughs> Carolyn, you can sing just fine. Your family is mean. We're ready to go pro. Oh,
1: gosh. Your family I, is mean. You're sweet to say that. Thank you.
0: Uh, there's a, there, one of them is called Ready or Not, Here I Come, which I never even knew that was the name of the song, but it's the one where they count by fives. Five, 10, 15, 20, 25, <gasps> 30, 30, 30, 30, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40 50. 50, 50. Exactly. And when I was in first grade, that was the official school policy on how you got to turn on the swings. So if you wanted to swing, you would go up to the swing where somebody was on the swing currently, and you would stand there, and you'd go, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 40. 30, 5, and when you got to 100, the person had to get off the swing. Oh. Well, how about that? Yes. Shout out to Mill Street School in Orland, California. And Mrs. Thank Morgan, thank you for that little um, that tool yeah, on the, on the can playground. Can we just
1: say coast to coast? I was in New Jersey reciting my preamble. You are across the country. And you were on the using other side to, of the nation. Know, that is crazy. 15, yes,
2: 20, 20, 30, 30,
1: got God, yeah. love it. Brought us together.
2: What about you, well, Michelle? Well, and, and then even well, even in the early '90s, you guys, I was using Schoolhouse Rock. So I, uh, my favorite Schoolhouse Rock episode is Nouns. You know. Well every person you can know and every place that you can go and anything that you can show you So when I, I wish I could Carolyn dancing right now. When I fourth oh grade in the early nineties, I used that in my classroom. But we would just play fun little games, like we would have to look around the classroom. So for instance they would might maybe say like Well every person you can know, like Mrs. Newman or Carlos, and every place that you can go, like the playground or the principal's office. And anything that you can show, like a chalkboard or a desk, you know you got Guys get it right, yeah. but what's really fun is you guys, even as adults, it's a really fun game we can play. I we can still play it so today. Much. Ready? Okay, yes. so, like, okay. for something like this: well, every person you can know, like a therapist or a pharmacist, <laughs> and every place that you can go, like Target or the liquor store, <laughs> and anything that you can show, like age spots or a double chin or your boobs, <laughs> you know, their nouns you know there now. <laughs> it's a great party game. Next it's time we're over game. for dinner, just go around the table and everybody has to shout out their answers.
0: It's like it's like um it could be a sobriety test. Like if you're sitting at the table and you've been there for a long time and you had a few drinks, you can be like um and every person <laughs> that you know like a lamp and a laptop
1: and a table and uh, <laughs> right. like you yeah. just it's you have you to test them.
0: Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. But were it. you drunk
1: when you were singing Re- that? Because you said every person <laughs> that you know, and then you said lamp. Because I can't do it. I can't. So do you it. failed the sobriety I test. I already I'm failed sorry. the sobriety
0: test. Bring call a you an Uber. House rock right. into into our um, lives today. Okay, so every time House you adults. since you told me that, I have shared that with my family, and we do it at dinner every night. It's like a contest. <laughs> it's like and a fork and a plate and a napkin, uh-huh. <laughs> because you have to think on your feet. Yeah, you have yes. to go fast.
2: Yeah, you could do it like that, yeah. You could do it super fast. Just look around you and find things. Because that's what I would teach my students. Yes. Anything you can touch is a noun. Mm -hmm. But don't come touch Mrs. Newman. (laughs) (laughs) I'm off
0: limits. (laughs) Okay, Mike has totally, Mike does, he started doing this the other day. He's making himself a salad for lunch and he just blurts out with, Lunch, that's what's happening. (laughs) (laughs) I can take this carrot and chop it lunch that's what's happening <laughs> oh our husbands have
1: to love us i know it is do. true
2: though you guys like you can say any of these schoolhouse rock um you know just you can say just the first part of it when we started when i started doing like research for this episode i would just go conjunction junction what's your function and my husband would just do that perfect voice and be like hooking up words, phrases, <laughs> and, and like just as he's like walking by me you know like he wasn't even like part of the conversation <laughs>
0: That, I mean, that speaks to, well, it speaks to have the importance of having age mates, right? Having people around you that experience the same cultural references that you did. But also it speaks to that thing that Carolyn said, where this was everywhere for every kid all across the nation. And we all know it by heart. We don't just remember it like, oh, yeah, I think, was there like a little cartoon with conjunctions? No, he nope. knows it and he nope. knows the words
2: but it also speaks to so just as a test I was um watching some of them on uh sitting on the couch just with my airpods in but I looked over at my 19 year old and I just said okay I'm going to say something to you and just just let me know what this does. And I just went, conjunction, conjunction. And she's, like, looking down at her iPad, and she just goes, what's your function? And she's 19. <gasps> yes, so she's awesome. got it too.
0: Yeah, is, from, and I'm going to pat ourselves on the back for that mm-hmm. one, right? Well, yes. that's from school. No, they said, <laughs> yes. and, and my oh, they 25-year-old in sings
2: the whole preamble exactly like, well, a little better than me. <laughs> but that's how she knows the preamble still. She knows that exact tune. And so they watched them in, they watched them in school in oh God, that makes the them so 2000s. Happy. Yeah, and Grace knows Like, um, the, I mean, before, well, we're in the Hers, 2000s. and she's
1: 16, and I was watching them with her, and she's like, oh, yeah, shot her around the world, and she knew, and a lot of the science ones, which mm-hmm. came a little bit later for me, so I don't know as many of those. Well, that's well, because be there,
2: there, um, there was a whole different wave of Schoolhouse Rock in the 90s, so it, that's mm-hmm. where we missed those.
0: And even not even in the 90s, but you hear my Minnesota accent. Oh, good for you! (laughs) You're a doctor, not even a native. (laughs) It doesn't take much, though. Um, yeah, so I found it's interesting to see which ones people call up as favorites and which ones they're most familiar with. And what I did not know is that these went in seasons. So, like, the first season was um, multiplication Mm -hmm. rock, and the next season was
1: grammar rock, grammar rock, the next
0: one is history rock. Mm-hmm. And so, history rock are the ones that I know the best, and that's mm-hmm. like 1975, 76. Same. So I would yep. have been right. seven and eight. Science rock didn't come around until 1979. So I know Interplanet Janet, and I know Electricity, Electricity, but I don't know many of the others, and that's probably because I was aging out. I maybe right. wasn't watching. watching cartoons on I wasn't 70 watching cartoons anymore. in 1979. Mm-hmm. You were at the mall. I was on my way to the mall. I was getting there. I was feathering my hair, and I was going to the Mm -hmm. mall. That's right. You had lip gloss to apply, Kristen. (laughs) For sure. For sure. Going to the Snyder's to get some lip gloss. Okay, so Carolyn, um, you're our investigative reporter on the Schoolhouse Rock beat. So tell us, where did this
1: all come from? You know, it's a great story. And I thought I would try to make it a little jingle and sing it to you. But then, as you know from my (laughs) abilities to sing, that was not going to happen. So I will um, tell you that... One summer in the early 70s, David McCall, who owned a New York advertising agency, was on a vacation at a dude ranch in Wyoming, as we do, and he noticed his son was just could not be getting, was not getting his multiplication tables, couldn't figure them out, couldn't memorize them, yada yada, yet the same son knew all the lyrics to Rolling Stones songs. And David thought, aha, light bulb moment. What if I could somehow figure out a way to combine these songs and sounds of the 70s with uh, concepts that kids need to learn in school? Went back to New York after vacation and presented the idea to his team at the ad agency. They thought, hey, I think you're onto something. So they tapped a successful jazz pianist and composer named Bob... What's his name, guys? Duro! Duro. Yes, Bob Duro. And he took the challenge on he studied his daughter's math textbooks for a while and then he wrote a little ditty that he presented to them it was called three is a magic number guess what they loved it this is something they thought so they said let's take it to abc at the time michael eisner was the vp of children's programming at abc
0: interesting.
1: yeah we know where he went yeah so he also blown away we're on to something so he brought in a famous at the time um Animator, whose name is Chuck Jones. Chuck was known for iconic cartoon images like Wile E. Coyote, Road Runner, uh-huh. Pepe Le Pew, and also he wrote, produced, and directed *How the Grinch Stole Christmas*. No So way. we're kind of feeling like this is maybe going to go somewhere.
0: Oh my God.
1: So we get together. Bob is tapped to write a few more songs, and then guess what happened? On January sixth, nineteen seventy-three, four episodes of *Schoolhouse Rock* debuted. Yes, on our Saturday morning televisions. Bob wrote and sang all of those songs. And I'm sure as we go on in today's episode, we'll learn more about how wonderful Bob Duro is. You got it, man. <laughs> you got Bob it. Bob Duro. You got it. Oh, did I say it wrong at the end? No, no, you no. did it. Oh, okay. You did it.
0: So the first only... ones, this is what He's I Bob didn't know, from now on. is that all of the first ones were the math ones. I didn't realize uh, they yes. weren't all mixed up. And so the, fir- so the very first Schoolhouse Rock episode is... Three is a magic number, correct. Isn't it funny they didn't start with one? But it could be the three is a magic number is also one of the indelible, most indelible ones. I think so. Um, okay, so I know I know the impact that it had on me. I know the impact that it had on my household. Um, but what was the overarching response? Like the national response? Mm-hmm. Was this a success? How did how did people respond? Well, I think that um,
2: I'll tell you, Kristen. Um, <laughs> I think the fact that I think the fact that you can walk up to basically anyone from age sixty to I don't know sixteen, and sing like we talked about conjunction junction, and they'll reply, what
1: "What's will they your reply? function?" That's right. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, I think that answers that. I mean, I think the impact of Schoolhouse Rock is immeasurable. Um, the fact that we all learned so much about math and history and science, and we've retained a lot of that knowledge today from those Schoolhouse Rock episode speaks volumes yeah I mean look at us we all still know the preamble to the Constitution and of course we can only sing it but still (laughs) there you go Um, and I think that like just another uh, positive impact um, of schoolhouse rock was how it celebrated diversity Um, it was really a pioneer in recognizing cultural diversity in the 1970s because it featured Asian Latino african-american characters not just in the background but in the spotlight.
0: And the stars. was really big They deal. were the stars, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. In fact, yeah. I don't know that you ever had a full white cast on the screen, ever. Mm-hmm. I don't think it was ever all white people. Well, except no, maybe in that the shot around the world. <laughs>
2: well, yeah. well, yeah. I think that was really intentional, too.
0: Oh, um, absolutely.
2: And we can't ignore the fact, like the impact today, too, just in pop culture. Because, I mean, poor little Bill, he's a pop culture staple. Think about it. He's been parodied... Yeah. Parodied by The Simpsons, SNL, Jimmy Kimmel. Um, he's been referenced by real oh life lawmakers. God. There's memes of him everywhere. Yeah. Um. So it's a big staple in in our pop culture um, today. Yeah. And then yeah. as far as success, just just commercial success. Um. A few little facts: Multiplication Rock, which was the first album, was nominated for a Grammy. And oh. the show has been nominated for eight Daytime Emmys and has won four it won, um, for like short like educational children's programming, won Daytime Emmys in 1976, 78, 79, and 80. Um, it's been revived twice for television, um, was acquired by Disney in 1996, and it's even twice been staged as a musical called Schoolhouse Rock Live, which is super fun. A lot of children's theaters do it around the country still. Um
0: and that makes me so happy. The Emmys in particular make me really happy. Yeah.
2: Anyway, but like I said, I think its true success mm-hmm. is measured just by how its legacy lives on and how much we all remember it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, Schoolhouse Rock burrowed into our hearts and our psyches with these infectious melodies and very catchy but genius lyrics that didn't just educate us. They took up permanent residence in our brains. They permeated our brains so that 45 years later you don't just know them. You have feelings. You have feelings about adverbs. You have feelings Mm -hmm. about the number three. It was more than entertaining. You know, do you know what I mean? It's Mm -hmm. like, do you have feelings about certain images or or little passages? For sure. Like, think about poor
2: Bill. Like, I'm so sad for Bill until he's a law. And then I'm so happy for Bill. Because he's so happy. But think how sad he is when he's just a Bill. Oh, it's so sad. Here. It's heartbreaking. But one day, yeah. And he's got all those steps to climb. Yes. There's so many. But if you think of Bill, don't you guys always picture him just sort of sitting slumped on Capitol Hill? Yeah, he's Hill? a he's, he's in a seat. He's just curve. waiting for that vote. Yeah. Waiting and yes. waiting.
1: And yeah. the melancholy. And I feel, I, I felt like Bill before. I have felt like Bill.
0: Oh. Oh, but, then, but, but that's then true. Okay. Think about but that's it. Life, yeah. yes. But you just that keep going. Life. And you, you just keep on going. And you know, because someday you're gonna be a law. law. That's right. I had I had trouble with abstract concepts when I was little, and so I didn't necessarily. I wasn't able to translate bill into um, being a law. I thought Bill was, the personification of a Bill was really tough for me, so I really saw Bill as a person shaped like a piece of paper. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but still, the feelings yeah. were there, and I knew that a law was passed. I just couldn't I just couldn't connect Bill with the people who wanted to get a stop sign at the railroad crossing. But I knew a law <laughs> right. was passed at the end, so right. I was excited about that.
2: But I also think um, they were genius in the images and the illustrations they chose, because I can remember as a teacher teaching this concept, but even as an adult, when I think of conjunctions and what's a conjunction, I picture those train cars connecting words and phrases and clauses. Mm-hmm. You know, but mm-hmm. you picture that whole concept of connecting words with the with the the train cars. And if you if you can actually picture that episode and you see the the train cars are yeah. kind of all going and crisscrossing ways and then they meet up and then they give you the examples of you know the big, like the the big train car within the little conjunctions, the smaller one connecting them. So, I think it it wasn't just the lyrics, the illustrators, and the um, you know the people that created the cartoons. The visuals just and what they you. chose. Yeah. yeah,
1: and each and the, episode went through. Um, once they did all the images, music, it went to the Bank Street of. Oh, Bank Street, Street School of School Education. School of Education, yeah. yes. And they kind of did the final checkoff. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, this works. This mm-hmm. falls um, under the parameters so of what would be helpful. you know this is accurate right.
0: information. It wasn't just right. coming from a rando. Um, right. And that little engineer, that little engineer, I just wanted to give him a hug. <laughs> I love that little guy. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> what
2: about the, what about, did you guys, um, I always got a real melancholy feeling on figure eight. Oh, God, figure oh, eight. Like oh, it felt yes. like. It oh. was so different than all the other ones. Yeah. Figure 8 like, gave me almost, you know how in the, our um, sad songs or I'm not crying, you're crying episode where we talked about there's certain songs from the 70s that give us a lump in our throat and we kind of can't explain
0: why. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Figure 8 gives me that lump in my For throat. For sure. And yes. it starts out with, first of all, that voice haunts me that mm-hmm. is one of my most memorable voices from from schoolhouse rock mm-hmm. and we'll talk about her later on because she has taken up residence in my in my brain and in my heart but the the video opens with and you don't maybe don't even perceive this when you're a little kid but it is having an impact on you there's a seesaw that's all covered with snow and that whole image is a very melancholy image mm-hmm. and then there's just the sound of the song itself is very mournful but the The saddest part for me is the very end when turn it on its side and it's a sign for infinity. infinity. That little voice. And I swear to God, a tear could run down my face just thinking about the number eight turning on its side and becoming a symbol for infinity. Why is that sad? I don't know. But it is. It's that that
2: music. It's just... Isn't it weird that that... Is that the only one that's like that? Think about it. I think They're so. they jazz. So upbeat and jazzy. I mean, yeah. some of them were, like like Carolyn told us, were actual jazz musicians, but that's that one is so different.
0: It is so different. It's the only one that has a truly melancholy feel throughout. What do you think it is about the number eight that made him go that direction? Why is eight so sad? I don't know. But it was sad. If you skate, you would be great If you could make A figure eight
2: it's a circle that turns round upon itself. Place it on its side and it's a symbol meaning infinity. We should tell everybody that um, you can, because I, I just said that Disney acquired um, Schoolhouse Rock in 1996, but hey, everyone, you can watch every Schoolhouse Rock episode right now if you have Disney Plus. Yes, so you can. That's just a great tip. That's how yes. we've been reliving all these memories the past week or so if you need
0: a good cry (laughs) yeah
2: it's so fun it's so fun and they're three minutes long so it's perfect yeah
1: Yeah. it's awesome
0: okay another one of course there's three is a magic number a man and a woman had a little baby okay this is a writer her name is jen chaney and she wrote in vulture this is about three is a magic number it's a life-affirming prayer of a tune something you croon softly to your firstborn child a man and a woman had a little baby yes they did and do you remember the image of the family running in the yes, park?
1: And the, and they're just holding totally hands. I mean, it was very oh hairy, Chapin ish to me. Totally. Like, you know, you've got that, yes. that vibe to yes. it. So, oh, yes.
0: Okay, so then suffering till suffrage. Switch. That is my jam. That is my jam. That
1: would be Kristen's jam.
0: (laughs) I can see Kristen in that outfit. I want that outfit. I want that superhero lady outfit. And when I was little and I watched it, I swear I had to stand up to to take it all in, right? Because I just felt like we were going to kick some ass about women (laughs) voting. And they would show these pictures of, like, these old white guys smoking cigars, and those Mm -hmm. are the guys who didn't want you to vote. And it just made me so mad. little feminist. Yes, I totally was. But it was like this, it was this little piece of music that was calling for collective action for the common good. And I felt that. And I just, and even now it'll give me goosebumps. It's the same thing with Shot Heard Around the World. Even though there's tons of things that you could say about how we were taught things about, the Revolutionary War, but still, that was a call for collective action for the common good. And they even managed to get, they knew that that women weren't figured prominently in the the Revolutionary War, but they tried to make sure that women were figured prominently in their video. And so, yes, Mm -hmm. I'm going to give you your powder. I'm going to give you your gun. Go off to General Washington. And I Is get that how feels. you always say
2: General Washington? No? General
0: Washington. Washington, isn't that how you say it? <laughs> <laughs> right. But there, I mean, I could, I could do a whole episode just on suffer until suffrage because you are
2: such the target audience too. Because oh, yeah. I can remember that one too, and that one being a really cool one to watch. Yeah, but I love how you said it made you stand up, mm-hmm. and it made you like, like that was so what. what the way that they created that with those old black and white photos, and then yeah. that mm-hmm. that really cool girl—she wasn't like a little girl; she was almost like a preteen—and she totally. had kind of the cool, the cool like superhero outfit on. But she was so bright against the black yes. and white images. Yes, and yes. That's a what they intended to do with that. They did a hundred percent with you, Kristen. Think about it. It like, worked. I mean, it you stood totally up out of your beanbag and yeah. <laughs> you, <laughs> You
0: threw those probably honey dumped those, those sugar yeah apple jacks on the, on the floor. I did. <laughs> I did. Let's kick some ass. Totally. And did you even know like when you were that age? Did you know that women couldn't vote at a certain point in our history?
2: I mean, no, probably no. Not. I, don't I, don't I didn't. So when we were watching it, was it would have been way too young for us to have been taught that in school. Right. So this was we didn't have like history lessons around the dinner table. So no.
0: So schoolhouse for rock would have been the mm-hmm. first person. Mm-hmm. I'm putting person in quotations to actually. Be like hey you guys guess what women uh-huh. could not always vote and you're like what great right. so thank you schoolhouse rock okay so the point being that we have these things stuck in our head and it might be because of the music the music of course well music in general is a mnemonic device of course so that helps us learn But these songs weren't just memorized, they were also beloved, and that is to the credit of the musical director that Carolyn talked about, Bob Duro, who was a successful jazz pianist. And he was able to call on all these connections that he had from 50 years in in the business, from people all over the world, to help him on this little project. Um, And so one thing that you'll find people saying about the music for um, Schoolhouse Rock is that it was deceptively intricate. It was funky, it was lyrically brilliant, and it was super eclectic. There were jazz songs, blues, gospel, jazz funk, jazz soul. It came from all over the place, and all of this comes from Bob's respect, Bob Duro's respect for the audience. He was not going to dumb it down for these kids. And of course, when I think about dumbing it down for the kids, I think of Barney, right? Like, I love you, you love me, and these, these songs were brilliant. And we know them to this day, and we love them to this day. And they stand on their own. Like, I would listen to these songs on their own, kind of like like Hamilton for people who don't give a shit about the Treasury Department, right? You're still going to listen to Hamilton because the songs are so good. And guess what? You're also going to learn some stuff about the Treasury right. Department. Um, so there's one person in particular that I want to talk about, because for me, this is the most memorable voice out of all of them. Um, And her name was Blossom Deary. And the first time that. that I... Isn't that the most beautiful name you've ever heard? The first time I heard Blossom Deary's name was when my friend Martha told me that her dad had gotten two new kitties. And he had named the kitties Blossom and Deary. Oh, wow. Isn't that adorable? And I'm like, oh, those are cute. That's two very cute names. And she's like, no, no, no. It's named after Blossom Deary, the jazz singer. I said, I don't know what you're talking about. She said, you know, from Schoolhouse Rock. I said, I don't know what you're talking about. So we go home and we listen to Bob Floaton's Blossom Deary records. And you guys, the voice. I heard that voice and it just, it was, it hit me like a ton of bricks. I knew that voice so well. And it's the voice from figure eight. And oh. it's the voice from unpack your adjectives. And it's this very light, delicate, girlish voice. She's on Mother, Mother Necessity as well that when you hear it it makes you feel something. Mm-hmm. So, it, Blossom Dearie is not just something to know. Blossom Dearie is something for you to go to Spotify right now, put in Blossom Deary, and listen to all of her back catalog. This is music you you can listen to at dinner time, you can listen to when you're relaxing on a Saturday afternoon. She is precious. I love her so much.
2: I will. We could play it at the dinner party where we're playing the noun game. Yes, totally.
0: Yes. <laughs> and a laptop and go. a chair and a mic. We are.
1: <laughs> well, um, I don't know if you saw this, but my little hero from all this is also a female and that's um and I don't know if I'm gonna pronounce her last name correctly, but Lynn Aer Aarons. Oh I guess. Lynn Aarons, a- yes. Yes, so she is like the Peggy Olson of the '70s. She was a secretary at this ad agency, brought her guitar in at lunchtime, and would be strumming away. And they heard her and thought, "Oh, let's use her." She wrote the preamble, and it's been um, and sings it. And it, that song has been compared to like the Carpenter kind of sound. They called oh. it carpenter-esque sounding okay but I love yeah. her story it's... of um you know like Peggy like she came in as a uh-huh. secretary but yeah. she had higher aspirations and she wrote a bunch of of them as well so women had a she
0: was probably probably one of the most prolific writers right. and
1: performers don't you think I think so yeah and it's the just... secretary
0: who became the, the singer-songwriter
1: that's right and she went on to do Broadway stuff as well and um all of that so but Got her start there at um, Schoolhouse Rock.
0: There was another woman. Her name is Esra Mohawk, and she was from Frank Zappa's Mothers of Invention. That's where they plucked her from. Wow. And then the guy who does Conjunction Junction, I want you to do that again, Michelle. <clears throat> Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> <some> vocal warm-ups.
2: <laughs> Conjunction Junction, what's your function? Hooking up words and phrases and closing. <laughs> I can't do it. I can't do it right. Oh, It was pretty interesting. Okay, okay. so you know that, that guy. His voice is so, like... It's so, yeah. It's so, yeah. It's so like hooking up words and phrases. It's like
0: so distinct. It's stylized. It's very Mm -hmm. stylized. That guy's name was Jack Sheldon, and he was the trumpeter for the Merv Griffin show. (laughs) Yeah. Isn't that great? Merv Griffin. And then you have another guy, Grady Tate, who was hugely, hugely respected in the jazz world, and he worked with everybody. He worked with Aretha Franklin and Stan Getz and Ella Fitzgerald. He was actually one of the performers on The Wiz, but he's uncredited, which I think is so sad. But um, he did I Got Six, I Got Naughty Number Oh, sorry. He did (laughs) I Got (laughs) I Got Naughty the other night. He he did a bunch of them anyway. But these people were big time, is my point. They were accomplished people Uh and somehow Bob Duro was able to be like, hey, can you help me with this little project I got going on? Okay, so could you could uh-huh. you name a favorite your desert island pick? You can you're on the desert island. You can watch one over and over again. What's it gonna be?
2: Uh, so for me, mine is as much as I love nouns. The one I want to watch over and over again is the Great American Melting Pot, and I just that like kind of going back to when we were talking about images that stick with you. All those little kids jumping in that big saucepan <laughs> is something that has stuck with me, and I love. I love everything about that um, that episode. And I just love the hook. The lovely Lady Liberty oh, with her book of recipes. recipes and the greatest one she's got. Everybody. The Great American, the great American, American Melting, Melting Pot. Pot. The Great the American, American Melting I love it so much. And I love how the Lady Liberty, she takes her book and she's flipping through and all the... And and then the recipe shows up for America and it's all the nationalities. And I just... I. I waited for that one on Saturday mornings, and I'd, I can remember getting very excited when that one would come on. I loved um, Bill, like when that one would come on, mm-hmm. but American Melting Pot, there was something about all those little children jumping in that yeah. saucepan together that was probably a little bit troubling,
0: <laughs> <I> you right.
2: <laughs> but that's an image that's in my head. that It was almost like a big swimming pool, yeah. but it was a pot. I was like
0: the lovely Lady Liberty part really mm-hmm. got me. Yeah. yeah. So that's my pick. That's the one that I would watch over and over again. What about you guys? What's your favorite, Carolyn? If you had to pick just one for your desert island.
1: Yeah. Well, this is interesting because I might have picked something different a couple of weeks ago. I gave this a lot of thought. I want everyone to know. I have mm-hmm. a lot of um, I have good reasoning for this. I actually picked figure eight. <gasps> you did. Oh, yes. And I oh. picked figure eight. One is it kind of makes me a little sad, but it just, it's, it's soothing to me. It's yeah, kind it of like a, exhale. Mm-hmm. And I figured if I was on a desert island I might be kind of worked up that I was like not being <laughs> saved and all that. And so this would help me like talk me off the cliff. So I liked that. And also I might be really hot on this desert island and like just sweating <laughs> and everything. So these images of the snow and the ice skating would mm-hmm. maybe cool me off. So I thought it was And it, you got it, Blossom Deary with you on the yes. on the desert island. So it accomplished mm-hmm. a lot in one song. I yeah. could get a lot of my needs met with figure eight.
0: My desert island favorite. This is hard because, of course, I'm standing up for suffrage until suffrage and stuff like that. Not but true. if I'm truly honest, my favorite when I was a kid was "Lolly, Lolly, Lolly." Get your adverbs here. I loved Lolly Senior and Lolly Junior L- yep. and the little guy. I loved them so much. And this kind of speaks a little bit to um, what you were saying, Michelle. Is uh, you waited on Saturday morning. You were wait. You did <clears> not know which one it was going to be. And you're like, please let it be lolly, please let it be lolly. Mm-hmm. And when it was lolly, it was like you'd won the freaking lottery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this you is know, my... And
2: on the uh, the flip side, you'd be like, oh man, it's like that stupid shot heard around the world. That's just Lolly, <laughs> <from>, you know, <laughs> like the ones that were almost too educational. Yeah. I'd be like, well, that's it. I'm going to get more fruit. Right. I <laughs> need more apple jacks.
0: You know? Where's yeah. my king vitamin? Um. So <gasps> this is my this is my soapbox, and I and I say. It in practically every episode that anticipation and that winning of the lottery was part of my happiness and so when you have you when you have streaming services that provide everything you want anytime you want there's no anticipation and there's no hoping and then there's no winning the lottery you never win the lottery it's like the it's it is the stereotype of how money doesn't bring happiness if you have everything you know it's like the little rich girl who really does get a pony and then she's like I like guess a pony doesn't replace my parents' love, right? It's right. You need something to look forward, <laughs> forward to. to. If you have everything, mm-hmm. there's nothing to look forward to. Screw yes. you, modern day! Um, okay, so Lolly is my favorite. Lolly is my favorite. Okay, so here's a question, and I think we sort of answered this throughout our conversation, but um, does it hold up today? Not just from an entertainment standpoint, but would you use it in your classroom today?
1: You know, I would use... Almost all, I think many of them do, but there it was one that I would not, and I think it should probably be just totally tossed, and um and that's elbow room. Yes, you guys...
0: elbow room, elbow. I don't room. That. What's that one? It's, it's about kind of the westward, westward expansion. Expansion,
1: oh. and um yeah, it really um paints that in a not way that we would paint it today, and talks about manifest destiny and things that we don't really agree with, today, or a lot of people don't agree with. I guess I shouldn't loop they everybody make, into They make this. zero
0: mention of the people who are forcibly displaced mm. in order right, for right, right. all the white people to mm-hmm. come and stake their claim in the land that belonged to somebody else.
1: Right, mm-hmm. and they, it was like, you know, manifest destiny. If you look into that, that was mm-hmm. like a, a belief that God had sent us. You know, it was like the Euro-American's destiny. Isn't that destiny. handy? That's
0: very
2: well, handy. Well, and the King's gonna, one, I sort of like that, <laughs> too, if you think about it. The King, the king Which one... one
0: Oh no! More, uh, yes, the one it we did. That was the other one, right?
1: Yes, because that's yeah.
2: also one that when I was rewatching at the beginning, when it shows them coming over, and it just shows like very caricatured like Native Americans. Very you know, quickly. oh, they do um, very quickly. Oh, I didn't they stand up that. and then they go down. Like they took the land away from them, and it's very quick. So I feel like in oh. that one too. Yeah. If I was teaching, but of course, you guys in the seventies, that that those were the lessons we were taught. Those were the yeah. lessons yeah. we were taught. That's that's right. Absolutely. There's so much more
0: to the story. Yeah. That,
2: that we would teach. Did anyone ever um,
0: tell you that people were displaced forcibly right. from their land? Right. Nobody said a word. Nobody said a word.
2: Um, and I think too, I think that they hold. I mean, the fact that my girls watched them in school in the um, you know early two thousands, mm-hmm. um, and that they still remember them is encouraging. Mm-hmm. However. I would wonder one of the things I I love so much about rewatching them is it's also it's the colors and the kind of groovy illustrations and the kids are so I think that it's a little dated for kids today so I don't know if it would hold their attention or if they would just use it as a time to like zone out and take a three that's nap. an interesting
0: question I don't um know.
2: because things now are so different and they're so fast-paced and they're it's 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 almost like you know when We've talked about this before in the podcast like as parents we try to get our kids like oh you should watch this movie we loved yeah. in the 80s or oh my god this was my favorite song you should listen to it and our kids are like yeah no thanks and like, it doesn't they don't go even fast want... enough or even yeah. books like you yeah. know carolyn i remember you saying you couldn't mm-hmm. wait for your daughter to read mm-hmm. margaret are you there god it's me margaret and didn't really want to but yet if someone else offers it to her so i feel like as a teacher if you're saying you should watch all these old cartoons mm-hmm. They're gonna be like, mm, no thanks, because they are a little bit mm-hmm. retro. Little they bit might day-hook.
0: have a, they might have a tinge of something from another mm-hmm. era, which sometimes that can be, that can work and if they, w- if they recognize it as such.
2: But I think a lot of the lyrics and everything, <clears throat> like if you think about, especially multiplication rock, um, you know, who's to say they couldn't use all those same lyrics? I mean, some deal could be struck somewhere where they could just update the, the cartoon part of it or mm-hmm. whatever, and keep the same song and see how kids respond to that that would be you an know, interesting experiment. i don't current. want
0: that to happen because i think well, that no, no, would be a travesty no, but i do not think it would be us, interesting
2: but, but for kids today yeah. just because if, if if they're still trying to you know i really
0: want them to learn how to multiply by i think well, one thing I'm, I'm sorry carolyn go ahead no i was
1: just gonna say i did read that there is a rapper um gentleman i don't remember his name who a rapper has, gentleman
0: a rapper has, i like, gentleman. like i, like, I want to meet so this rapper gentleman
1: yeah the rapper gentleman who um
0: <laughs> Did. He did. Honey, who's your rapper?
2: Who's your nice rapper gentleman? Please tell me who your favorite friend is. Are you bringing your is. rapper gentleman over for dinner tonight?
1: <laughs> well, I was struggling for the right noun to name uh, my rapper friend. Well, well, let's play, the, play the game, Carolyn. Anyone <laughs> that
0: you can know, yeah. like a
1: rapper or a gentleman? <laughs> anyway, he did that. He did multiplication tables. He he has a whole business now, and he kind of um. What do I want to say? Attributes it to Schoolhouse Rock oh, in terms awesome. of the interest, but he's done it in much more of a rap fashion, and it's been very successful. It's not the same lyrics; he's written mm-hmm. yeah. his own lyrics. But, oh, so um, it's an,
0: he was inspired by it and created yes, something. Inspired
1: new. By, yes, inspired by. Yes, okay, um, that kind of thing. So there it, is that element.
2: I think that has to happen. I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. Kristen, like you said, oh, I don't like to think of it happening, but you guys, it has to. I mean, if there's if there's people today, like. This rapper gentleman who <laughs> who is taking the idea of Schoolhouse Rock and 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 making
0: it more current for kids, then I'm all for it. Yeah, you know? absolutely, absolutely. Well, and the place where they do win is, like you said, Michelle, representation. I have um, I have a friend, Kristen, who um, is an educator. She. Um, used to be married to my brother, so we had the exact same name for a number of years, and she would give me her employee discount card for Dayton so I could get a discount. That was very handy. Um, but I digress. <laughs> she is an educator, and um, she said that she works so hard to make sure that um, the kids in her classes are represented in everything that she presents, whether it's mm-hmm. books or videos or the pictures that she shows. She teaches four- and five-year-olds. So she's teaching them basic things like how to get ready to go outside, how to brush your teeth. Mm -hmm. And she has to do things like Google African-American child putting on snow boots, and it's hard to find. Asian child brushing teeth, Mm -hmm. very hard to find. And so what she appreciates is that this is, you know, 50 years ago, they were making sure that all the kids were represented in these videos. And even women, when you think about it, they had to work hard. To make sure that women were represented in some of those like we talked about mother mother necessity every single one of those inventors is a white guy so they could have worked a little harder on finding some different inventors but you knew that they must have been in a pickle because they're like you guys it's all men what are we gonna do i know let's attribute all of these inventions to the inventor's mother mother necessity where would be where would we be without the mothers. I love that one. Mm-hmm. And even in the shot heard around the world, they show Molly Pitcher. They didn't have to put Molly Pitcher in there. They must have been like, "God, this is all dudes, and this is the era of free to be you and me, and Marlo Thomas is going to kick our ass if we don't do something here <laughs> to make sure that the women and their contribution is shown somehow." So they have the moms Give giving them their musket, give them their gun. Report to General Washington. Molly Pitcher putting the I would I don't know the terminology for what you put in the cannon. (laughs) You poke something in a cannon. Yeah. What is that? I don't don't know. know.
2: It's like powder. So they did gunpowder.
0: So they did work hard to make the representation. (laughs) They could have taught us that. Yeah. (laughs) What was going in that? What goes in the cannon? What goes in the cannon? So this episode definitely deserves a greatest hits playlist. Or a favorites playlist, like our personal favorites playlist. There are lots of Schoolhouse Rock songs. There are so many songs, more than we even know, but we have ones that are our favorites. So I think we need to make our own personalized Pop Culture Preservation Society playlist. And we're going to do it right now on okay. the spot, on the spot. Um, I, there are, a lot, If you look out on the interwebs, you'll find Schoolhouse Rock songs ranked everywhere this is like an activity for people again because it's stuck in their brain and everybody has a different opinion but I love this and the New York Times this is how they ranked them they said this just says so much the songs were weighted for cleverness pedagogical utility and the degree to which they've taken up permanent residence in our brains for over 40 years that's right, how that's they how ranked rank these songs no, right' just kidding I know, (laughs) pedagogical (laughs) utility. (laughs) I'm going to use, I've got to use pedagogical utility a lot more in my regular Uh life. Okay, so (laughs) these are the must-haves you would have. This might Uh be your Desert Island playlist, just like we have our one we can watch, and we have a playlist we can listen to. We're not going to rank them because that's impossible, and we change our mind tomorrow. But I think we do need to come up with a strong opener. So we have our schoolhouse rock. Hold on, I need a pen. We have our schoolhouse rock playlist what is the first song what opens it up is it the most popular one the one that is most well known Hmm.
2: my vote is for it to open it with a preamble
0: oh actually that's a really great idea
2: you know because like the word preamble sort of um, makes me think that it would be like the opener
1: oh yeah it's the beginning of the beginning i chose um three is a magic number um because it really was the first one it's the
0: pilot it, 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 it it's is the pilot um, and it mm-hmm. was the
1: first one that he mm-hmm. even wrote right. when they said go write a song about mm. a multiplication Yeah, that's better yeah um, i like that one and it just incorporates a lot of that just the 70s feel yeah. and just it's happy
0: man and a woman had a little yeah, baby and they talk
1: about like faith hope and charity, love and charity and, yeah.
0: yeah we're not yeah. good singers um yeah. Okay, the other two that I think always compete for number one are Conjunction Junction and I'm Just a Bill. My brother said every time I ask people what their favorite is, it's usually Conjunction Junction or I'm Just a Bill. My husband said I'm Just a Bill, Um, and I think I would say
2: Conjunction Junction is the most well known. Okay, that's the one that for sure. I like I said earlier. Like I don't know if there's anyone that's like sixty down to twenty that. wouldn't know how to respond when you went right, and if you sang it, if you just walked up and said conjunction junction,
0: what's that? Maybe
2: function? not, but if you said conjunction junction, mm-hmm. they're gonna go, what's your
0: function? Totally,
2: yes. So I feel like that's the most well known, but I like Carolyn's idea of three as the opener for our play
0: because that's the pilot. Uh-huh. Okay, so then conjunction junction, that would be like if you're on E Harmony or something, that would be a good test. Like on your mm-hmm. first date, True. you just go conjunction junction, oh, yeah, and see what they say.
1: Yep. If you yeah. wanted to take yeah. it a little yeah, bit done. further,
0: you could also do, that's called taxation without representation, <laughs> and see if they go,
1: and that's not fair. See, you got the winner. you, you did. So you guys, straight. I won. I totally <laughs> yeah, won. Let's right.
2: go. Should we go round robin and just start saying things that should be on the plate? Okay. Also? I'm
0: putting, so this is what I have so far. The preamble, three is a magic number, conjunction, junction. I'm putting I'm just a bill right after that because they're okay. kind of tied. Yeah. Then let's do round robin. Carolyn, what comes next?
1: Um, I'm going with Lolly.
0: yes lolly Mm -hmm. lolly 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 get your adverbs here can i just tell you okay before we move on i have to tell you i had a lolly moment um the other day it it had been a rough day it had been a bad day and i was driving through a little shopping district and they had flags waving and on the flags i had all the stores in the shopping district and and then at the top there was a headline that said live local and i lost it i'm (gasps) screaming out my windshield (laughs) Like, you're modifying a verb. You're modifying a verb. It's got to be live locally. You can't live local. You can't live local. I Uh was so...
1: I just couldn't take any more. And I was like, have you not watched TV? That's right. That's why I love you. I mean, let's all confess, like, we're three teachers. Right. Nothing turns me off more than poor grammar. And, I mean, ask my family, my poor (laughs) kids. I think they've lost friends because they correct their friends. The fact that Maggie's kept her boyfriend for as long as she has... Is a miracle because she's constantly correcting. Him. And man, the oh adverbs! That
2: is the, the adverbs! Verbs. Gosh darn yes. it, people! Do you remember yes. like what? when they people use real instead of really all the time too?
0: How do like, they do that? Real
2: good. Oh,
0: okay. Um, Michelle, next one. Yeah. So I'm gonna put Figure Eight on the figure list. Figure Eight is Figure yeah. Four. Oh. <sighs> okay. I'm gonna put. I'm okay. We have. Figure eight. We have to have suffer until suffer. No, I can't put that after figure eight because it has to be something that is that is lighter than that.
2: Could we do, um, um, hey, hey? could we do, um, where was my list? Um, I got interjections. Um, how too. about, oh. well, every person you can know, yes, like a bandit okay. or an engineer. So the next one, one is now. Every person you can go, like a state or a home. <laughs> I can't Her stop. Her little voice is so cute because, like, when stop. she says it. Well, when they're like, you know, and anything that you can show, she'll just go, like animals and plants or train. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, that reminds me. I love it, me. you guys. I love it so much. I'm going to put what? unpack your adjectives after that one because of you mentioned the voice. Unpack your adjectives. It's the same uh-huh. thing. It's that little girl uh-huh. voice, right? And then I'm going to put uh-huh. interjections because Carolyn mentioned that one. Interjections. Uh-huh. <laughs> and after that, I'm putting... I'm, this is, this is, I'm going, flow. This is my flow, right? This is my mixed Master Mommy flow. Yeah. Suffering until suffrage. And I'm going to stand up.
2: Wait, Carolyn, what's her name? DJ what? Oh, oh yeah.
0: DJ, DJ Tiny K. Yeah. DJ, DJ Tiny, Tiny K. Tiny K and the pussies. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're cats, obviously. Yeah. It's
0: people, oh, come Okay, on. next, I'm going to put, I know we were going to do a round robin, but Wait, why haven't you asked so us? Uh, Kristen, you know what? You just go ahead and take it. <laughs> I know. I know. Okay, I'm going to stop. Carolyn, I'm going to ask. Carolyn, I'm not going to go grab
2: something to eat. Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Michelle, what do you want after to Suffrage? Uh, okay. <laughs> well, I would like Great American Melting Pot. The Great American Melting Pot. Lovely lady. Actually, Liberty, do you know what?
2: With her book of recipes.
0: I'm putting, I'm glad you say that. I'm putting interjections the at the end because at the end of it, it melting. will say darn that's the oh that's the
1: yes okay C. you are the mix master but you yeah. never
0: got the
2: preamble in there
0: yeah yeah it's the first one oh you did yeah
2: no it's not no no, no. three is three Three's has imagined.
0: to be the oh the first, that's the right first. that's right okay then preamble comes right after that the great american okay. melting pot okay and okay, then good. Well, we'll put it up on spotify okay after wait i'm not done Verb, oh. that's what's happening. This, you guys, this is fantastic. So Verb, That's what hap- What's Happening is one of my favorites also. And this, that woman that wrote the article in Vulture, she says this about Verb, That's What's Happening. If someone decided to teach kids about verbs and write an alternate theme song for Shaft at the same time, they basically write this song.
1: <laughs> well, so- that's what they did with those. They took the songs that were on the radio, the sounds that define the 70s, and they, mix those in i mean you could that's probably totally say what they did um yes. you, know, you could name the song like the theme from shaft yeah. or you know a harry chapin song or a carpenter song
2: yeah right because they didn't dump like we talked
1: about barney they didn't dumb them down they made them no. yeah, right and, and this high. was playing on the radio in the parents car mm-hmm. and you know all that okay that's carolyn
0: awesome. do you have one more we haven't we don't have a single science one on here and i think well, that's a mother necessity. Oh, oh do mother necessity oh okay, okay yeah sure.
2: Mother you necessity. don't sound excited Michelle no I said that's good I said science yeah. is stupid so I like Mother necessity is
0: good. yeah I don't want any science ones on here you know that when we're as we're doing this right now the people listening are yelling at us because yes. their favorite is not on the list can,
2: can I just go on the record now saying that is that um I am a firm believer in science and I actually love science I do I love science I don't but I did not like science in school I didn't either but I just don't want you know now anymore. We have to go ahead and and make this known. Right. Please, no no nasty emails or bad reviews. Don't, we at, me. Love science.
0: don't oh, at me. Don't <laughs> at me. Don't at me. You science lovers. Although we I am gonna science. put, I'm gonna I'm gonna override just one, and I'm gonna put electricity on because I love to say electricity electricity. Mm. I don't it even care what it's about. Okay. okay, you guys, this is a kick ass playlist. I'd like to wrap up this conversation by reading what People magazine had to say when Bob Duro died. They said, not to unduly shame the American education system, but chances are Bob Duro has had more of an impact on grammar fluency than any other person in the 20th century.
1: Whoa. Mic drop. Right I think there. they're
0: right. I, I think do they're too. right. And Bob Drew continued to perform live performances at jazz clubs um, to the end of his life. I think was it 2017 he died. It was pretty recently yeah. he died, and he continued and he was... to
1: perform. 94 or something? I mean, he he was, was
0: an old man. He, yes. And I encourage people to Google Bob Duro. It's D-O-R-O-U-G-H. So you can see him sing some of these songs to see oh, a live that. action yeah. person and hear that voice that is so impressed upon you. It's, it's kind of earth shattering. It's kind of crazy. And so he continued to perform throughout his entire life. But every single time somebody in the audience would shout out for a schoolhouse rock song and one of his longtime bandmates said they never they didn't play a single show without somebody going like do (laughs) lolly and he happily happily complied so our hats are off to you bob duro and the whole schoolhouse rock gang thank you for the earworms Conjunction, Junction, what's your function? Hooking up words and phrases and clauses. Conjunction, Junction, how's that And
2: don't forget to be part of all the fun we're having on social media, especially over at Instagram. Just search Pop Culture Preservation Society on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram to find us.
1: And join us next time when we really will be saving the gothic literary sensation Flowers in the Attic.
0: In the meantime, let's raise our glasses for a toast from Janet, Chrissy, and Jack Tripper. To good times. To happy days.
1: To Little House on the Prairie.
0: Cheers. 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 See you next time
1: Singing a song